Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am the CEO and founder of J Intel, a nonprofit organization that bridges the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Being an overcomer, visionary, and God's creation, I empower women with their emotional wellness and intimacy with God to live abundantly. In this podcast series, we reveal that our wellness is not just physical health, but includes mental and spiritual health. True health and well-being include all three aspects. We transform our lives when we care for our mind, body, and spirit. Welcome home, ladies. I am so excited to have you back. If you was with us last week, you know we start talking about anxiety and needing to get a little push through our emotional well-being and, and how music kind of helped me out. So today I said, hey, let's go ahead and dig a little deeper to what that music is doing and, and just some other tools that we have to kind of push us out of our emotional state. And you know how I do. I always enjoy having people on the show. And so today I invited a friend. Her name is Teresa. Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. Well, of course, I'm going to say, please introduce yourself to our lovely audience. Who is Teresa? My name is Teresa De Palma. I have been married for 25 years this May. I'm a mom of three children, two teenagers, and one of them is actually my student this year. I'm an educator. I have been for about 22 years. I currently teach human anatomy and physiology at the collegiate level and German at a high school nearby. And I would like to ask in your introduction, I know that, that you have other accolades besides being an educator, because it's going to come in handy as we dig a little bit deeper into audio therapy. So can you talk a little bit more about your audio specialties? Yes. Yes. So I'm a certified audio specialist. Actually, my first degree was in neuropsychiatry. I have a degree in nursing and neuropsychiatry from Europe. And I'm a professor. I already said I'm a high school teacher. I'm a certified mental health first responder. And that's where audio therapy or music therapy came along. And when I learned about it, I decided to look into it more and see how, how I can help people with the power of sound. And so, which is exciting because we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail today. We're going to plug into what you've learned and how you've seen it work. Did you know that a Healing Peace podcast has a website? You will find resources along with our very own tools and tips on our website. Our tools and tips provide tangible principles to keep you on your emotional healing and wellness journeys. While you are on our website, sign up for our newsletter. You will receive a free emotional wellness assessment just for signing up. Also, you will stay informed about podcast episodes, courses, and workshops. You will receive all this great information just for signing up for our newsletter. Go to ahealingpeace.com today. So I guess let's start out with the basics in terms of how you've seen it work. And as an educator, because you're mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't know if they'll be considered your first responder, but I feel like <laughs> with how things have transitioned mm. with COVID and students, yeah. can you highlight, A, what are some things that you're seeing with your students that may be part of COVID, maybe not, or just a general makeup of how your students or people in general have been dealing with or functioning as we've been learning and things of that nature? That's a great question, Kamir. I definitely see anxiety on a higher level. I see anger more expressed, anger to the point of rage more. And mm-hmm. I think what's interesting is it's, it comes from the type of students who would usually not display such strong emotions publicly. So mm-hmm. th- there's just, I see more, more of everything it is now very common that the student will tell me that they're seeing a therapist, very common, sometimes huh. individually, sometimes the whole family. And I think that's a great thing. I just see a whole lot more of that. And actually, now more students require to see school counselors more often. So, for example, where they get to leave in the middle of the classroom because of the anxiety they're experiencing throughout the day. I do see inability to focus and attention difficulty, but these are kind of normal. You know, we, I mean, the, I think a lot of it is due to our education system. And uh, on a positive side, I see a stronger desire to connect with me as an educator. There's a very strong loyalty that I see more. I see more of that expression. I have more and more students that come to see me after school. They just want to hang out in my classroom. I mean, it's fun. And, and then sometimes I have to tell them, all right, guys, can't miss you until you're gone. <laughs> right. It's like I, I have things to do as well. Yeah. And, and I can definitely stay too from just the experience I've been having with my family in terms of school and adjustment and the anxiety and the anger. And I'm actually quite surprised that you've made the statement that you've been hearing more students say that they have counseling, because one of the things that I've always remember was that that was something that you don't say out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a comfort level now. I think I would say a very large percentage of the students are seeing a counselor, even outside of school. And so I do want to kind of touch into a little bit of besides them wanting to cling to you and say, hi, be my friend, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) which is great. So that I think that shares a lot about your personality that they are attracted to you that way. What are some other elements that you've necessarily put into place in your classroom that has helped and maybe kind of corresponds a little bit as well with audio therapy? Mm -hmm. So after prayer, right, I do incorporate in the classroom space light and sound. So when I say space, I mean the space outside of my classroom just to create more freedom in a less Mm. restrictive space, but where I can still see the students. When it comes to light, I like to use natural light as much as possible. I'm lucky I have a humongous window and a big window into the hallway. So we have natural light sources from both sides. And the students will ask me to turn the light off, the, the, the electric light off. And we can see a little bit of, ah, as soon as that happens. Yeah, just like a little sigh of relief. And then 
I love to use audio and sound therapy in my class. And when you use it, mm -hmm. what is something that you notice? How does it impact your student? I mean, I think music is human and unique, right? It has an effect on the body that we can't really put words to. And it gives you kind of like a magic and power. I use different types of music, which kind of cause a positive result in the classroom. I can use calming tones and noises like waterfall sounds, rainforest sounds, a trickling brook. Sometimes I use white and pink noise. I especially use that with myself. If I'm working on an all-nighter, I just have to get the project done. And I just kind of put my noise-canceling headphones on and I listen to white noise. It helps me a lot. In the classroom, not so much. I, in the classroom, I do use classical music and, you know. It usually makes me sleepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of research has been done that it helps and that there's a positive effect on the brain, on the development, you know. You hear about moms putting headphones to their stomach when, you know, when they're carrying mm. a child. And then I do use modern music, too. But I've noticed that if it doesn't have words, mm. it's much more effective than music with words. And modern music can be, let's say, a video game soundtrack. And it, they ask for it. Can you please play the soundtrack of so-and-so? So as long as there is no, no music with words, however, there are exceptions. If you listen to Gregorian chants, for example, those are very effective concentration. Of course, Gregorian chants don't necessarily fall into modern music, but I highly recommend the audience try them. And then lastly, my favorite are uh, music with brain waves in them and binaural wave, uh, beats. When you were speaking, my, my question was, can you tell us what's the difference of, you, know, you have the watering brook, mm -hmm. the white pink noise, the mm -hmm. classical. So what are how does they affect your body? Are they all doing the same thing? I want the, the music to put the students in a atmosphere, in a mode of productivity, of stress mm. relief. So my end goal is usually very similar. Like I want the students to be able to focus without there being dead silence in the room or, or sometimes you know, even uh, noise like a flickering fluorescent light or grumbling, a gr somebody's grumbling stomach can really be disruptive. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I yeah. like the sound to fill up that space. And so it's not necessarily each category does something different. They all can address stress relief, mm -hmm. focus, mm -hmm. similar needs. It depends on what the atmosphere is when the students come in. So I may play a slightly more upbeat music to my first period so they wake up a little bit faster. And then I may just play gamma waves or, or alpha brain waves to the after lunch crowd just to calm them down a little bit from their sugar rush. Yeah, what is something that's happening besides we, we get the stress relief but what is going on in our brains where music can have such this powerful effect so it affects your nervous system right it calms us down it slows our breathing our blood pressure 
And the way it um, affects the nervous system, brain waves, they have electrical patterns. So they occur in your brain right now. You have electrical patterns. Everybody's brain ha has brain waves producing or produces brain waves 24 seven. And it's uh, a result of neurons firing signals. Mm. So these brain waves occur at different frequencies, depending on upon what you're doing at the time and what is going on around you. So whenever you're active, which your brain is active all the time, right? Even when you're sleeping, yeah. it's, it's doing its thing. There is just a different brain wave. And uh, it calms us down. So by when I use music that is infused with those brain waves, it supports those frequencies. And then we give our brain a suggested pattern to follow. So if I play, hmm. let's say, alpha waves, that, that is really good for relaxing. I kind of slow down the student's overactive part of the brain so the thinking brain can do what it's supposed to be doing. So there's a benefit. And I choose a pattern. And let's say I may choose frequency consistent with relaxed, stress-free states. And then that helps my students to get there. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And of course, as you were speaking, one of the thoughts came to my mind is, I know that you've had this experience with your students, and I know part of the certification was to see the impact overall in terms of human beings and how we process mm -hmm. things. So for those who are not necessarily parents, or in just general in terms of being a human, how can we hone into this power of audio therapy well, like, what does that look like in our everyday type of lifestyle? So what I would suggest is to really just play, play around, go to a platform of your choice that plays music where you have access to music. There could be YouTube, but there could be Spotify. Can I say that on here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so search up gamma waves, search up binaural waves, or even Gregorian chants. And turn them on in the background as you do your daily activities. And then please be patient. It may, you know, take some time getting used to them. And then after a couple of days, you can write down or you can kind of realize, okay, did you get more done? Did you get less done overall? Are you, is this helpful? And then go to a different type of sound after a few days and then make your comparisons. I would make a chart and then find out which type of sound will calm you down uh, the most and help you be productive the most. I personally find Gregorian chants to be very helpful when I'm feeling melancholy or when I just need to refocus spiritually. When I go on a spiritual walk, it helps like a prayer walk. It Gregorian chants are super I play alpha waves in my classroom because it gives me the immediate effect that I'm looking for in the moment. It quiets, as I said, the hyperactivity and they can focus to the task or on the task at hand. So everybody can do it. It's free. It's available. But there's also audio therapists. But before you go that route, I would definitely connect with what's available to us. I'm surprised that you stated do these options first before seeking 
Because most people, especially if I'm a specialist, I'm going to say, come see me. <laughs> so yeah. I think that that definitely exemplifies your humility as well as the ability to say, hey, try this out and see if it works mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely appreciate that feedback. Because I know in terms of Americas in general, one of me, you know, I'm going to go get peeled. I'm going to go to the doctor and say, hey, what's going mm-hmm. on? But it's kind of neat to know that we can do this in our everyday and we have access to it. Absolutely. There's so much available that is free of cost. And I would certainly start there. And then if you see that it makes a difference, or if you see that it's not making a difference, but you know, maybe making a difference in others, I would dig deeper and then maybe find somebody who can help me. Sure. And I'm curious as well, what about the the individuals who are like, "Mm, we're kind of nervous to try? Because I know for me, sometimes I can be a little slow to try something different. What would be something Mm -hmm. to encourage them to take this opportunity to say, you never know? What are some of the benefits they can, I I know you talked about it a little bit before, about calming and, and, and taking notes, but Again, if we can just talk through once more to inspire and encourage individuals to give it a try. So I, why don't you try after this podcast, let's say you go to YouTube and you type in Gregorian chants, and let's say you go on a little walk and you see what, you know, let the spirit talk to you. Let God tell you what you need. And uh, see where it takes you. See if you can deepen your spirituality in a way, prayer walk, maybe uh, even your awareness of the presence Mm. of the spirit. Hmm. Yeah, I I think that's really cool because I I know for myself, I'm I'm learning. Well, I already have this thing where I'm like, I got to hear God's spirit within me. And for me, one of the things that I do is quiet all noise around me to be able to hear and to be able to be in tune. But I never thought about being, you know, using audio to kind of help me get to that place. Well, it's very powerful. Audio is powerful. And it's been, it's been around, I mean, since biblical times, when you think about it, David, right, played the harp right? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, To calm down Saul's headache and his anxiousness. So it it is certainly mentioned in the the power of music, the power of sound, you know, the power of trumpets blowing in unison. It is there. It is, uh, you know, it has been rediscovered. (laughs) And uh, there's a lot of research done, but all that means nothing unless you give it a try. Sure. And and so, how about this? What I'm curious, because we're talking about you know, the, the chance, we're talking about water and the noise cancellation. So those are mm-hmm. all positive things that we are trying to put in our spirit to connect and to relax. Mm-hmm. Can you describe some elements or music that does the opposite so that maybe those who are listening can reconsider <laughs> Some of the things that we're putting into or we're feeding our minds with. Well, I would say certainly music that uses words 
that is against the spirit, you know, against what is it that is using vulgarity. If you listen to it once and then you listen to it again and again, and then before you know it, you hear yourself cursing or you're you know, swearing or you hear yourself just being negative. Also, I want to be careful how I say this, right? Because people have very strong feelings. Usually, you know, music has brings feelings with it, but try different things, you know, try everything from rap and there's all kinds of raps. I love, I love, there's types of raps uh, I love, but try something that has a lot of beat to it. Try some classical, try, and you will know what, what, you know, encourages you, what builds you up, what makes you a better person and what doesn't. And Camille, I wanted to say, you know, uh, music is powerful because the ear tells the brain what to think. So you are activating your brain. And as long as you are in control, right, you can make the choices. What are you telling the ear to tell the brain to do? And I'm glad that you said that because I think the human side will will be, well, my human side would be, well, like I can listen to that. It doesn't have a negative effect. You know, I listen to it like two or three times already today. It's one of my favorite songs and I'm okay. <laughs> so how you gonna tell me? Right, yeah, that's our, our human side. But I never considered the notion that I may be enjoying it, but it is telling my brain and, it, and my brain is processing it, even though I may not realize to what degree is being processed. Well, even even when we come home from work, think about you had a put yourself in a situation where you had a really tough day. You come home from work, you're hungry, you're tired, you had a bad day. Yeah. I mean, my first go-to would be the refrigerator, right? They let me please instead try turning on some calming music and taking a nice shower or bath or just lay on the bed and just meditate mm. and just give it all up to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Wouldn't that be a powerful thing? Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you shared that because I, I was speaking to a friend a, a while ago and I was trying to encourage them with there are different choices that you can make so that you're not fueling the circumstance and the experience because our brains, you know, we'll keep reliving it because we'll keep rethinking it over and over again. And then my, my statements too were, you know, God doesn't want us to hold on to all these things by ourselves. And he, he's saying, hey, give this to me, but we have to allow ourselves to give it to him instead of being in that replay mode. And so what you shared is a practical way of being able to give it back to him. Yes. So you guys are listening. Here's, here's an example of when, when I make statements, when other people make the statements of give it back to God, here's a clear example of how to do that in terms of using music to calm yourself, taking your little five minute break. And I know being parents, that's challenging because as soon as you come in the door, the kid want you or your husband want you but again thinking through practical things that you can do 
even if it is just five minutes so that you can get recentered and make it through the rest of your evening. That's right. Yeah. And then you can give more. Yeah. And that, that's really great. So that you're, because after a while, you just ain't going to make it. So you're going to blow up at some point. Mm -hmm. Somebody going to get the, you know, short end of the stick. So yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that insight. And, you know, as, as we've been talking, I'm like, oh, time has gone by fast as usual when we get going. And I wanted to say that, of course, I have more questions for you with audio therapy and how to connect that and, and have it in our being and do great things with it. And so, Teresia, mm -hmm. would you come back so I can pick your brain some more? Of course. Yes. All right. All right, you guys, <laughs> you're used to it. So you knew it was coming. So, what I would love for you to do is enjoy your week and take on some of these little small things that you can do as Teresia suggested. Try it out. See what happens. It may surprise you. You may be able to go through the week in a more calmer state, as well as practicing that little technique of giving those things to God so that you can breathe, which is always great and incredible. But so I'm not telling you the whole interview all over again because I'm taking away from my wonderful tools and tips show. I'm going ahead and say enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you next time.